This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Kelly, I'd be wrong, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the idea of um, Powell being asked about the Grateful Dead and going to the Dead concert during the uh, during the hearing and uh, him saying that it was, uh, he's been a Dead fan for 50 years, had a terrific time at the concert, but the important thing was that there was bipartisan agreement on the Grateful Dead among both a Republican and a Democratic congressman on that issue, so I don't think we want to miss this moment to emphasize and underscore and highlight bipartisanship even if it's about the Grateful Dead when it comes to uh, Congress. I think it's a generational thing, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Gentlemen, if you could pause for well, a some moment. Young, some young congressmen there. All right. Uh, thanks, Chair Powell, for, for uh, being here with us today. Um, back in 1995, uh, I, I worked here in Congress as an intern for Dick Gephardt. I, uh, I was in his press office, and we had newspapers you know, where my job would be to clip out the, the articles and paste them on a, a sheet. Um, but when I was here in 95, uh, the Grateful Dead were playing. It was one of Jerry Garcia's last concerts. And I was just so disappointed that I missed that concert. Um, but was excited to see that, that from public reporting that you were at the most recent Dead & Co. Dead & Company show. Um, I've, I've been to this, this version with John Mayer and enjoyed it, but I, I, you know, we, we, were, we weren't here. How was the show? Did you like it? Oh, it was terrific. What can I say? So, <laughs> it was great. I've, I've been a Grateful Dead fan for 50 years, so. Well, I, I've, I've found one universal truth. People, I like people who like the Grateful Dead. So, <laughs> so, so having said that, uh, you know, I've got a, I've, I have limited time, but do you want any time to, to, to go back to some of the questions that you had? Do any of you want to elaborate on anything that you've said here so far today? You're, you're very kind to offer, but uh, I'm, I'm fine with the answers I've given so far, I believe. Yeah, I think we'll, uh, that congressman will change his opinion. 9 June, Year of Our Lord, 1973. A group of uh, guys that went to a military prep school, then going to VPI, were down in RFK Stadium 50 years ago this month to hear the Grateful Dead, the Allman Brothers, and I still think the new writers of the Purple Sage. Of course, I wasn't in total frame of mind to remember a lot went on, but that's the Grateful Dead. Uh, Powell today, his testimony, the most important thing he said, well, besides inflation's not under control, is that he's a deadhead. Okay. Um, Peter Navarre. Peter, you're a D.C. We got D.C. Drano. Big news and D.C. Drano is going to help break it here. Uh, Peter, uh, you were you're a D.C. kid, but you weren't around in 1973, were you? No, uh yeah, I was uh, got just got out of college. Uh, this was uh, Watergate, Vietnam, all hell breaking loose in this country. And for whatever reason, I forecast bad times ahead. And 
retreated to uh, Southeast Asia for uh, for the Peace Corps for three years. So um, I missed uh, the oil uh, Arab okay. oil embargo. We've proven. A lot of that we've stuff. proven. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. We've proven yes. that that yes. that Peter Navarro yes. was a CIA officer, hey, a field it's officer. A noble, South, well, I Southeast, do have some stories. Asia I do have division. some very interesting <laughs> stories about okay. that, which we'll share we'll, another time. But before we'll, DC we'll, Drano we'll tweets tweets this, yeah. I'm going to scoop him on this. Uh, what would it be? We got the new Nero, uh, Jerry Garcia fiddle while stagflation uh, burned. Um, and let's not forget, maybe Kyle was doing the electric Kool-Aid acid test hang on. when he said inflation no, would be transitory. No. There, that's, that's all uh, comedy I we're, got we're to, do, brother. We're going to do that in the B, we're going to do that in the B yeah. block because it's quite yeah. important what he said today. Yeah. But real quickly, before it DC is. Drano comes yeah. on. Dur- the Durham, you, you watched the Durham hearing. You watched both Powell and Durham. Tell me yeah, about, yeah, yeah. was the Durham hearing, was, was Jim Jordan totally in control of that, sir? No, uh, but just one last thing on Powell, which is a serious, serious matter. He basically confirmed our stagflation forecast. He said in order for things to get better, it's going to take a long time. And during that long time, we're going to have slow growth. And low and moderate income people are going to take it basically in the shorts. So it's everything that we've said it was. It's going to be a, a, a Hobbesian uh, turn of events, but it's not going to be short. It's yeah. going to be long. Um, with respect to that hearing, um, I listened intently to your show this morning and couldn't agree with you more uh, that Durham is uh, the fruit of the poisonous Bill Barr tree. We knew from the beginning when... Barr went the special prosecutor route. The whole point was to delay any findings until after the election so there would be no vindication of Trump. That was that was the tell. Durham himself was the tell in Bill Barr's con game. That guy is one of the most dangerous men in America right now for the crappy peddling. With respect to Adam Schiff and Jim Jordan, look, hey, Jim, hey, look at me, baby. Right. You walk around in your short sleeve like a little wrestler, like you're a tough guy. You're not a tough guy anymore, Jim. Adam Schiff had his way with you, dude. He pins you to the mat and you 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 should have been begging, begging. And and it was just terrible. It's like I'm so sick of that committee, whether it's Jordan or Mike Turner or whatever. It's not the intelligence committee. Why? You know, we fought really hard out there in deplorable land to get a Republican majority, and they're not doing squat with it. Comer, yeah, well, this, I, you know, this, this, Comer's this not doing squat. Jordan's not doing yeah. even more squat. Go ahead. Okay. Hang on. I got Navarro yes. worked up. It's, it's, it's you, afternoon. It's afternoon. The meds wear afternoon. Afternoon. The meds wear off. Okay. Hey, hang on. no, no. Hang like on. electric Kool Aid <laughs> acid <laughs> test, right? I listened to the dead <laughs> all afternoon, getting ready for this. Yeah. yeah. Hang on for a second. I'm gonna play the call over for DC Drano. Maybe a little long, but let's yeah. go ahead and play. Can we play it? And Ready? it's it's amazing that Republicans are so hell bent all these years later and ahead of another contest on mudding the waters about whether or not that's a good thing. In that vein, I have to ask you about what they're going to do tonight. The Republican-controlled House is set to vote for the second time in just two weeks to censure you, um, allegedly, for saying that Trump's 2016 campaign colluded with Russia. I mean, the Mueller report, volume one, says just that. And you articulated the distinction between being able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that a criminal conspiracy took place that is very different from what Mueller does find, which is the shared mission and a welcoming of Russia's 
interference in the 2016 election. Why do you think they're so obsessed with with bringing this up and punishing you? Well, look, I, I think they go after people that they feel are a threat or are effective uh, in holding them accountable or holding Donald Trump accountable. Uh, and and, I, and I, don't, I don't expect this is going to be the last uh, attack on me for doing that because they're going to continue to serve this disgraced former president. Uh, they have essentially uh, decided that they're going to be fully subservient to his wishes. Okay, we've... We've, uh, we, we, we've fully, we've heard enough. We may play some more of that later. DC Drano, uh, Rogan O'Hanley, can you guess what the speed on what's the latest on the censure of Adam Schiff, sir? Yeah, so the ball may have been dropped in, uh, the Durham proceedings, but Representative Anna Paulina Luna picked it up seven months pregnant and just truck sticked Adam Schiff on the House floor. Uh, the vote, to table the motion passed without a single Republican objector last week. As your viewers may remember, the coward 20 didn't even let it come to the debate floor. They protected Adam Schiff. And boy, did they get an earful over the last week, especially from yours truly. We posted their names, their numbers, and they got a lot of calls. The war room posse was busy. And uh, we had, you know, I posted that on Twitter. It got... Over 3 million views, 30,000 retweets. People were pissed off that they didn't hold Adam Schiff accountable. And this vote is coming now to the final vote at around 530. So very, very soon. And uh, we're hearing that it's going to pass, but I'm not I'm not holding my breath until it does. So uh, today, Adam Schiff could potentially go down in history because only 25 members of Congress have ever been censured. So he's very, very upset about that. And that's the story, thankfully, not what happened in the Durham proceedings. Well, this will kill his Senate run. So that's the important thing here. Let me ask you, um, is your sense right now, because there was all kind of rumors this afternoon that leadership had really told her to knock this stuff off and don't do this. Is your sense is that uh, this will pass right now? I know she's been whipping this uh, individually, but do you think this thing will pass? I, yes. If I had to put some money on it, I would say that it'll pass, but uh, you know, we, we can spare four or five votes from what I hear. There's one or two stragglers. Uh, but, you know, if people have been on Twitter or Getter over the last week, they've seen that the Coward 20 uh, certainly don't want to be in that position anymore. And I think this is really a good precedent to set uh, because, you know, what we just did with Bud Light, what we just did with Target, we just did to our own House members that won't do what the people want. And there are going to be some more important votes after this one. So we, we got to bring the ball across the finish line here. But, uh, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, they're filing these privileged resolutions as well to impeach Joe Biden and to impeach Mayorkas, Ray Graves, the D.C. attorney, um, Merrick Garland. So these privileged resolutions are headaches for leadership because they uh, get through the committees go right to the House floor. They have to be voted on within like a few days or, or, or a week. So, you know, Marjorie talked about her impeachment resolution for Joe Biden has been sitting in judiciary for two and a half years. It's the number one most viewed bill. When she makes it a privileged resolution, it goes right to a vote. And so there's going to be a lot of House Republicans looking around saying, wow, I really don't want to be the coward 20. I better vote to impeach these people. Otherwise, MAGA and the war on posse are going to come after me peacefully. Look, Jordan uh, and people uh, have uh, on the Judiciary Committee have a lot of fans. But give me your assessment today. I was I was very I didn't get to see the Matt Gates part of it all that, but 
I was very disappointed in that the Democrats and Durham's pathetic. If you don't think Durham's pathetic, and as uh, as uh, Peter Navarro said so eloquently, fruit of the poison bar tree. Because um, mm-hmm. I just think he's absolutely pathetic, and I think he's a weasel up there when he answers any question. Uh, uh, but you're a University of Chicago law school grad. Tell me what your thoughts are. I thought the highlight of today was uh, Representative Matt Gates from Florida. Per the usual, he's a lawyer as well, and he grilled him, and and he really changed my perspective. He, uh, you know, our, our side didn't do the best in terms of bringing Durham's case, but part of the issue is. Durham didn't do his job. And Matt Gates said on Twitter, he called it a cover up. And he cited multiple examples of Durham not questioning why the Mueller special counsel team deleted all their phones. Didn't go after that. Didn't question why they sent a honeypot uh, at George Papadopoulos. Who authorized that in the FBI? Didn't go after that. Uh, so there, there was a lot of accountability. And, and he talked about how he brought two or three criminal cases. They all failed. One of them got a plea deal. And the guy still retains his bar, Kleinsmith still retains his bar license and is still practicing law. So when it comes down to it, the Durham report, as much as it proved uh, to, in, in, in the history books that the Russia collusion, you know, spying hoax uh, was real, that it was a hoax. But it, it really didn't hold people accountable. The swamp has not been drained. And that's why we need to push our House Republicans to actually hold these people accountable with impeachments. Uh, DC, how do people get to you? You're one of the biggest influencers on social media. How do people follow you? Thank you. It's an honor to be on the war room. Uh, DCDrano.com. You can sign up for my email list or uh, follow me on Twitter where I have been calling out specific members of Congress for not obeying the will of the people. And, uh, you know, that's I'm, I'm just trying to be the voice of the people here. So thank you for having me on. I think... I think the people want Rogan O'Hanley in the halls of Congress, so we'll talk about that later. Thank you very much. On point as usual. Yep. Okay. Thanks, brother. There's a tentative vote, I guess, at 530. We will go live to that. Uh, Peter Navarro is going to hang with us for at least another block. we got Dave Walsh here, big news out of Texas in the grid. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back. We're going to hear from Nancy Pelosi, Anna Polina Luna. And we're also going to drill down on what, pal, the stagflation that is before you, all brought to you by the radicals in the Democratic Party and the titans on Wall Street, the tech oligarchs, all of it. Go off the little grateful debt. Back in a moment. Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. 
you know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Office interviewed Mifsud. Did he lie to you guys, too? Can't get into that. Did you interview Mifsud? Can't get into that. Is Mifsud Western intelligence or Russian intelligence? Can't get into that. Well, I'm reading from your report. Mifsud told Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos tells the diplomat. The diplomat tells the FBI. The FBI opens the investigation July 31st, 2016. And here we are three years later, July of 2019. The country's been put through this. And the central figure who launches it all lies to us. And you guys don't hunt him down and interview him again. And you don't charge him with a crime. Maybe a better course of action is to figure out how the false accusation started. Maybe it's to go back and actually figure out why Joseph Nipson was lying to the FBI. And here's the good news. Here's the good news. That's exactly what Bill Barr is doing. And thank goodness for that. That's exactly what the Attorney General and John Durham are doing. Well, Mr. Durham, was that what you were doing? It, I'm sorry, is that what? Was finding out who Nipson was, what you were doing? We pursued um, that avenue, yes. Right, but was he... This whole thing was an op, Mr. Durham. This wasn't like a bumbling, fumbling FBI that like, couldn't get FISA straight. They ran an op. So who put Mifsud in play? You don't know, do you? I do not know that. I can't but give you the for answer. For years, you had years to find out the answer to what Mr. Jordan said was the seminal question, and you don't have it. And it just, it just begs the question whether or not you were really trying to find that out. Because it's one thing... To, to criticize the FBI for their FISA violations, to write a report. They've been criticized in plenty of reports. Some have referred to your work as just a repackaging and regurgitation of what the inspector general already told us. So if you, if you weren't going to do what Mr. Jordan said you were going to do in that video and give us the basis for all of it, what's this all been about? Well, I'm not exactly sure the import of your question. If, you, if your question is... Do we try to locate and interview Mr. Mifsud? The answer is yes. Why didn't you subpoena him? We expended... Wait, why didn't you subpoena him to a grand jury? I'm sorry, why not? Why didn't you send him a grand jury subpoena? Mr. Mifsud? You'd have to find Mr. Mifsud before you could serve a grand jury subpoena on him. You guys were out in Italy. Was it you and Bill Barr looking for authentic pasta over there or Mifsud? No, we, uh, we not. Um, we were looking for information that might help us locate Mifsud. But you know who I think could probably locate him? the features of, uh, of Western intelligence and possibly our own government that put him in play. Like, your report seems to be less a, an indictment of the FBI and more of an inoculation, lowercase i, of course. And like many inoculations, it may have worse consequences down the road. I, we'll have some time to discuss this matter further, but it's just, hard, it's just hard to, like, pretend as though this was a sincere effort when you don't get to the fundamental thing that started the whole deal. I yield back. I was away from my family for four years, uh, essentially doing this investigation. Is my view is a sincere effort. The fact that you can't find somebody overseas um, should not come as a big surprise. Could you find Azra's hurt? Reclaiming my time, is he alive or dead? We don't know. Gentlemen's uh, time has expired. The chair now recognizes the gentleman from Arizona, Mr. Biggs. 
Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Um, Mr. Durham, isn't it true that Danchenko admitted that information he provided to Christopher Steele in June of 2016 was, quote, rumor and speculation? Correct. And Danchenko himself estimated that he was responsible for 80% of the intelligence and 50% of the analysis in the Steele dossier. Is that right? That's correct. Do, do you <clears throat> agree with his assessment or his estimate of his participation uh, in the dossier? Yeah, we have no reason to doubt that. I mean, Steele um, identified him as the primary subsource or the principal source of the information. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. He, he, Steele used that rumor and speculation to build his dossier. Um, and we, uh, we've, we've wandered all over this. There's none of those statements were uh, corroborated at all. And, and yet, Danchenko's reputation for veracity was considered bad. He was considered a boastful man uh, who had low credibility, right? There was information that the Bureau had along those lines, yes, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and in fact, when he lost his visa, his work permit, uh, he used a Russian business as a front uh, to basically fraudulently get a visa to work in the United States. Is that right? Page 128 of your report. Yeah, he went to work for a company in the United States, and Steele was paying him through a cutout uh, through that company in the United States. Yeah, most of us who look at that, that area of the law regularly, like I do, would say that's immigration fraud. So, um, and it's also true, we talked about this, it's true uh, there was an FBI counter-espionage investigation into Danchenko 2009 to 11. 2011, and that was a result of him approaching some a Brookings Institution co-worker trying to essentially uh, uh, solicit espionage on behalf of the Russian government. And then, even though the Washington field office is right there and he lived just a few miles from the Washington field office, the, the case was closed on Mr. Denchenko, that investigation, right? The, the Danchenko investigation was being done by Baltimore, uh, the Baltimore field office, but that's right, he stayed where he... he um, yeah, nonetheless, he lived around, I live out there, I know, I live around the corner from there. So, so let's, let's take a look at, let's boil this down. Uh, after determining that nothing that Danchenko told Steele could be verified, it was all a pack of lies and innuendos, innuendo and rumor, after further determining that he had attempted to solicit espionage for Russia, and he had himself been subject of an investigation by the Bureau, and after having committed immigration fraud, the FBI hired him on as an informer and paid him 220 grand and, and proposed an additional 300 grand to be paid to him. Now that's all, that's your testimony, that's in the report, it's all there. And that's even after the, the validation management unit had determined that Danchenko was a concern and likely had cons connections to Russian intelligence. That's in your report as well. Correct. And very special agent Helson knew most of these facts, but uh, continued to endorse Danchenko's recruitment and payment as a confidential human source, right? That's correct. So I'm going to give you these things, and, and, and I think you understand why so many of us uh, are over underwhelmed with some of your recommendations about FBI, but overwhelmed by what's gone on here. The FISA application, we've talked about that, where that came from. We've talked about that the FBI has conducted million, millions of unconstitutional backdoor at FISA 702 searches. A disparate treatment of Hillary Rodham Clinton, which you discuss in your report. The sweetheart Hunter Biden plea deal that would send normal Americans to jail for years. He's getting Please. nothing. We have 50 intelligence officers signing onto a letter stating they would rather have a job in the Biden administration than tell the truth to the American people. The Hunter Biden laptop suppression. Uh, the DOJ targeting parents at school board meetings. 
uh, a federal prosecutor setting a quota, essentially, on additional two, um, January 6th uh, uh, individuals. He said he's got to get 2,000 more. That's a quota. That's a bounty. DHS targeting Catholics at church. Hoaxes villainizing border agents while the border itself is under attack. That's all from this, from this agencies. And I understand that you're loyal to, the, to your, your institution. I get that. But Ms. Sparks gave an excellent enumeration of all the things that you found in your report. And that's why people like me, and I don't want to speak for anybody else on here, we're baffled, just utterly baffled, that more people have not been held accountable for their crimes. Because these are crimes. What's gone on in this country, the division in this country today, I can trace back to one thing. It isn't Trump going down the, the escalator. It is the Steele dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton through the cutouts, and that's caused the division in this country today. I yield back. Witness, witness can respond. I'm not sure there was a, <clears throat> a question at the end. Okay. Okay. No, I know, I'm just giving you an opportunity I was, was going to, I didn't get there. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman from Florida is recognized. You tried two cases, lost both of them, and then the one plea, guilty plea you got, Kleinsmith, Kleinsmith is back to practicing law in Washington, D.C. today. Yeah, that's beyond my control. Right, but, but the, the fact that you allowed that plea to occur, right, and, and then the punishment was insufficient, the fact that you didn't, you didn't charge Andrew McCabe, you didn't convict the lion Democrats or the lion Russians. You didn't investigate Mifsud or the Mueller probe, even though, as we sit here today in black letter, that was your charge. Have you ever heard of the Washington Generals? Uh, the Washington Generals, yes. Yeah, and, and they're the team that basically gets paid to show up and lose, right? <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm sure that the players who um, exert blood, sweat, and tears don't view it that way, but you might. I think they do. I think they do because the job of the Washington generals is to show up every night and to play the Harlem Globetrotters. And their job oh, I'm is thinking, to lose. I'm sorry, of a different, I was thinking of a different Yeah, thing. yeah, so their job is to lose. And I'm kind of wondering, and, and it, just seem, it just seems so facially obvious that it's not what's in your report that's telling, mm. it's the omission. It's the lack of work you did. And for the people like the chairman who put trust in you, I think you let them down, I think you let the country down, and you are one of the barriers to the true accountability that we need. I told you, thank God for Andy Biggs and thank God for Matt Gates, uh, Peter Navarro. And I told people for years this was going to happen. So your, your assessment, sir. Yeah, two quick thoughts. Um, that Jim Jordan we saw on the tape, you ought to play that over and over again because that guy should go on a milk yeah. carton because he's missing. Okay? That's the guy I used to love. <laughs> right. He's missing. Put that Jim right. Jordan on a milk carton. Secondly, I Amen. think the Amen. point here Amen. that Gates made is really the fundamental point. This was an op. This was an op. And it was the best case that there was a seditious conspiracy of any I've seen in Washington. Because the whole purpose of that op was to overthrow a duly elected president of the United States. Comer, Clappy, Clapper, Page, Strzok. All of these people that were part of this op, they're not just running free like Hunter Biden. They're getting six and seven figures for books and going on CNN and Fox. And well, they're still part, uh, it's yeah. just it's and just, they're still associated it, with this apparatus. It's criminal. 
It's criminal, Steve. It's criminal. And uh, by the way, Andy, hey, don't forget about me and Bannon, okay? Okay, they're trying to put us in prison. Why has Congress forgotten about all of that when they do their long litany? This is crazy stuff. Hang on. Seditious conspiracy. Y- you hang on. Hang That's on. what these people are part of. Okay. We're going to take a short break. I want to thank the Warham Engine Room that informs us that this is Buddy Holly's, not Fade Away. By the Grateful Dead Live, 9 June 1973, RFK Stadium with the Allman Brothers. And I'm still saying new writers of the Purple Sage or members thereof. Back in a moment. Here's something most Americans have not heard about. The USDA recently revealed that fully one-third of the crops planted last season won't be harvested this season. Thanks to severe droughts and fertilizer shortages, the crops did not stand a chance. What does this mean? Food shortages and higher grocery prices ahead. That's why now is the time to stock up on emergency food from MyPatriotSupply.com, the nation's largest preparedness company. To help you prepare for what's coming, they're offering a new lower price on their popular four-week emergency food kit. This kit will give you peace of mind when the food shortages hit, as surely they will. It has breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, snacks, over 2,000 calories a day to help keep you going strong. And it's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Best of all, it costs less than $3 a meal. You'll laugh at grocery store prices when you have this kit. To get this special low price, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You get free shipping, so don't delay. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Action, action, action. Gentlewoman's recognized. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. I thank the general for yielding and for his great presentation today. Today, we are on the floor of the House where the other side has turned this, this chamber where slavery was abolished, where Medicare and Social Security and everything were instituted. They've turned it into a puppet show, a puppet show. And you know what? The puppeteer... Donald Trump is shining a light on the strings. You look miserable. You look miserable. The only advantage to all of this is that instead of reversing what we did on the IRA to save the planet or reversing what we did to reduce the cost of prescription drugs, you're wasting time. Adam Schiff is one of the great members of that. The gentleman's time has expired. I have the gentleman's time has expired. The gentlelady's time has expired. He said his is expired? The gentleman from Maryland's time has expired. Okay. The gentleman from Florida is recognized. I yield myself such time as I may consume. Americans do not trust Congress. From the highest levels of office, an elected member of this body enabled the fraudulent spending of $32 million out of the pockets of our American people and threw it down the drain to knowingly chase ghosts all for political gain. This man occupied a position of the highest trust and authority. As chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff launched an all-out political campaign built on baseless distortions against a sitting U.S. president at the expense of every single citizen in this country and the honor of the House of Representatives. With access to sensitive information unavailable to most members of Congress and certainly not accessible to the American people, Schiff abused his privileges claiming to know the truth while leaving American, Americans in the dark about, his web of li- or about this web of lies. Lies so severe that they altered the course of the country forever. The lie that President... will suspend. The House is not in order. 
Members, please take your conversations off the floor. Okay. Uh, very contentious today. Uh, that's APL, our own Anna Polina Luna, and this vote is supposed to take place uh, shortly, I believe, according to D.C. Drano. Um, Peter Navarro, shift. Yeah. You, you've been in the you've been in the uh, in, in in the in the firestorm of this. I want to go back to what Matt Gates said, and you reiterate it. This was an op. Wasn't some random yes. group of events or, yes. or FBI officers didn't do their job correctly or maybe overzealous. Maybe some overzealous not. This was an op and shifty shift looked the American people in the eye and lied about going into the skiff when when it gotta remember, why was he running the deal when we controlled the house? Yeah. Because Paul Ryan, who's on the board at Fox News, made made Devin Nunez, Devin Nunez step down, recuse himself. Nunez recused himself because he'd come to the White House for one meeting made him recuse himself, and basically yes. put in charge Trey Gowdy, who was a worm, who handed it to Swalwell, and Schiff, Schiff ran House Intel on this, and sat there on the Rachel Matter Show night after night after night yeah. and lied to the American people he had seen classified information. Dr. Navarro. And, and, Trey, Gowdy, and Trey Gowdy wound up where? <laughs> Fox News. Uh, Fox Thank News? You. Murdoch News? Yes, yes on, on Murdoch it's Look, a conspiracy. Here's, here's what's unique about this, Steve, because it, it really was a was a Rubicon cross. This was not just an op by Democrats. It was an op that had the full collusion of what was already then a weaponized Justice Department, weaponized by the deep administrative bureaucrats within both the FBI and the Department of Justice is, and there's so many unclean hands here that it defies the imagination, as Gates said, that Durham could not connect any of these dots, and all of these people roll free. I mean, I was there, Steve. You were there. We were there at the beginning. I watched this whole movie for four years during the Trump administration, and prior to that. At the, at, at the end of the campaign in the transition. And they kept coming at Trump trying to overthrow the government. What's a seditious conspiracy? It's the, the plotting to overthrow a sitting president. I mean, you compare that to what they what that try to do with the J6 people, to what the FBI and the Justice Department and Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party actually did? My God! The fact that Durham okay. couldn't put anybody in prison is crazy. Cross, Crossfire Hurricane started yeah. in the summer of 2016 because they started to get nervous. Yes. They started to get nervous that Trump could actually win. Remember, Trump was the guy they never thought would be there. Look at the Keebler elves today. Look, look, look yes. at who Trump ran against in 16. That was the blossom of many years of Republican donors, whether it's libertarians or limited government conservatives, you had you know you had Jeb Bush, yes. you had Marco Rubio, you had Ted Cruz, you had Rand Paul. You had in each vertical, you had the creme de la creme. Okay, now you've got yes. the Keebler elves. Both groups, if you take what both groups in sixteen and both they're talking about things that are not really relevant. It's all this tiny town conversation that nobody cares about. Trump was the one person they never expected to arrive because they realized he gave voice to the working class and middle class, the forgotten man and woman, 
not in the room, not in the deal. Trump put you in the room and put you at the table. That's why they had to take him down at all. And they understood. And, oh my and God, nobody if he does him, win, Steve. we got to be ready for this. Nobody, nobody owned, owned him. him. Because he couldn't get right. That, that's a huge. <laughs> nobody give us any money. Okay. Difference. Huge. It, 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 that, that, huge. That stuff you played earlier today, okay, with, with James O'Keefe and Blackstone talking about senators for sale. And how, I mean, that's the way yeah. Black this Rock. town, Black this Rock. deep swamp, yeah. works. And, uh, you know, Trump was the unicorn, right? And they, look, we, yeah. we've gone, look, from 2016 to as we speak, they're not just trying to take him down, they're trying to take us down, everybody who supports him, and they're trying to quiet the posse, the, the, the moms out in the school boards get invested. I mean, this is... This is crazy town stuff. And for Durham to yeah. get up there and for Jordan to have Durham's back and let Schiff take over yes. that meeting, it's Disgrace. just, there's Disgraceful. something, Jim Jordan, there's Disgraceful. something seriously wrong with that situation. Jim Jordan, he Jim was Jordan, the guy no, who made no, Kevin sold McCarthy it, no. the speaker. He's made a deal. He's, he's, de- he's, de- made a de- he's made a deal with McCarthy. That's why it's all tiny town. I, your point is great. The guy yeah. that was in that opening video, put him on yes. a milk cart and we want him back. That's the Jim yes. Jordan we're looking for. Yes. Okay, Peter, yes. real quickly, real quickly. Powell said today, inflation's yes. not under control. We're going to have to continue to go after it. We're looking at lost decades ahead of a stagflation. Give me two minutes on your assessment of where the Fed is. Powell admitted it. He said rather than transitory inflation, it's going to be a long time. The numbers are the numbers, Steve. The Fed target is 2%. you got to get it down below 2% to stop raising interest rates and lower them back down to where they should be, right? And we are over twice that. And it doesn't take days to reduce inflation. It doesn't take months. It takes years. And the worst part of it is, through their lens, Steve, their only solution is to slow the growth. That's the stag part of the inflation thing. Right. And to keep inflation down to suppress the wages of low and moderate income families, which is to say the posse and the deplorables. That's what they're doing. And what's missing in that whole debate, Steve, is the understanding that these are politician induced disasters. The demand pull inflation from the Biden and congressional Kevin McCarthy facilitated overspending plus the loss of strategic energy dominance to the, to the Green yeah. New Deal. Those are the kinds of things that are, that are bearing down, and they expect a, 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 a buffoon like Jerome Powell to solve that with a wave of an interest rate. Yeah. It's, it's offensive. That was the same mistake. I'm a student of history like you are, Steve. It's the same mistake that was made in the 70s, and it was made by Nixon. It was made by Ford. It was made by Carter. And the only one who finally got it right was Reagan, and the only way he solved it then was to crush the economy and reset. But it was over Over. 10 years of this crap, and that's what we're looking forward to here. I'm not looking forward to it, to be clear. No, lost decades. How do you you get to your content, sir, where they go? PeterNavarro.substack.com, PeterNavarro.substack.com. I'm putting up up some, some really important stuff there, and... The Washington Times is printing it once a week. The Epic Times is putting stuff up. And I'm just hoping people will, will 
get themselves economically literate to understand all the crap. And we're tr- you, look, we're trying to hold these people to account. And frankly, the Republicans yeah. in Congress right now are letting this country down. We, we, we bet a lot on them. And, and Jim Jordan, yeah. Kevin McCarthy on down. And, you know, thank God yeah. for Andy and, and Matt. Uh, but and Anna Polina Luna, good for her. Anna Polina, But she's boy, a we need we need. And it's the posse that's going to make it happen, folks. You, this audience, is what makes all of this happen right now. They fear you. You heard? They don't fear Bannon yeah. or me. You they heard DC Drano? No. Yeah. You heard a DC Drano said three million uh, impressions on that uh, tweet he put out about yes. this last year. Okay, Peter, we got to bounce. Fantastic. All right, the lost decades ahead of keep, us. Well, keep more. knocking it, brother. Go to in fact. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. End of, you get two things. You get the end of the dollar empire. Three installments, all free. You got to get, particularly this thing about the prime reserve currency. Remember, Durban, South Africa, 60 days away. We're going to be announcing more of that. The road to Durban about the alternative to the U.S. dollar and is going to change your life. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Make sure you talk to Philip Patrick. Find out why the central banks in the world are buying gold at record rates. You need to get savvy like these central banks are getting savvy. You do that by talking to guys at Birchgold. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Take action today. Um, I want to bring in Dave. Dave Walsh, you, you called shot. You said they were going to put warnings out on the grid in Texas. Tell us what's going on. Well, sure enough, yesterday about four on their website, ERCOT published a voluntary conservation notice warning folks that, well, ERCOT is not in emergency operations but concerned. They had hit by uh, 449, a 79,000 megawatt peak of demand on their system, leaving only about 5,000 megawatts before they're, they'd go critical and be short and they'd lose the grid. So about a 6% reserve margin, where again, this argument that's been going on on the overstatement of reserve margins by ERCOT, where they say in the past they've been at a 13.5% planning margin, well, yesterday was about 6%. And owing to uh, the fellow who runs NRG, uh, who I mentioned, uh, Mauricio, the, you know, they're running more like 6%, which is just too, way, way too close to the line. We're, you know, nationally reserve margins typically in the winter are 23, 24%. In the summer, 13.5%. Actual Texas is at as 6 because of this 38,000 megawatts of wind, which, again, yesterday at 4, only 5,000 megawatts of the wind was operational because of the lack of wind. When it gets super hot in the summer, you tend not to have any wind. That's very normal. So the electrical load carrying capacity of that wind in a lot of the country is counted at about 16%, because that's all you can really rely on minute by minute on average of it being there for you, because again, it's nature-based. So this is the this is the issue with Texas, massive over overabsorption of wind, investors uh, chasing subsidies, and the government letting them build, build and build and build without having a capacity payment structure to allow and, the building and, of baseload gas plants. And and four million new folks. Dave yeah. Walsh, if you can just hang with yeah. me. Short break. Walsh is gonna be on the other side. Remember, Texas has become a major industrial power now. Also you got four million what, illegal aliens down there, a lot of them in the col- the colonias they call them. Colonias. They hadn't planned on that. Planners didn't think about that. Oops. The grid is on a razor's edge. The great state of Texas, next in the war room.
Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Lindell's got a special deal for us over at MyPillow. MyPillow.com, you get slash or a promo code WARROOM. You get 50% off the topper, this topper 2.0. Sleep the sleep of the just on the products of my pillow. This topper is like something you've never seen before. Once you sleep on it, you will obviously never want anything else, but it'll let you get the rest you need to man the ramparts. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. The topper, 50% off, one-time good deal for the WARROOM posse. The topper 2.0. Go check it out today. Dave Walsh, um... It's a hot summer in Texas, but all summers, you know, I was just doing some research into the Civil War, General Thomas and Robert E. Lee and uh, Albert Sidney Johnson had formed this, or Jefferson Davis and Secretary of War formed this elite second cavalry out of San Antonio, the famous seven. I think there were 16 generals in the Civil War that came out of the second cavalry. I was looking at uh, what Lee and Thomas and others had had, uh, done there, and the temperatures were like 115 to 130 degrees, the way they measured it, 115 to 130 uh, in Yuma and in in parts of Texas. So much for climate change. Um, Texas gets hot in the summer. Is this grid going to make it? Or now that Texas has become a major industrial power, now that you've got 4 million uninvited illegal aliens there, is this grid going to make it for the summer, sir? No, I think statistically we're headed towards a number of days, including the next few days, where we're going to be severely at risk because the summer just began, just began today officially, according to our calendar. 
Um, and, you know, th this type of weather there is way not unusual. All due respect to the USA Today this morning, severe, dramatic temperature rise. The Washington Post, the same thing, that this kind of history is endemic of the same thing scientists refer to as global warming induced. It's nonsense. The, nationally, the, the utilities track the number of cooling days per year. That's days on which air conditioning is needed nationally. That's been very flat for about eight years running. National temperatures have been flat for nine years running. Sure, we have an anomaly right now. It's warmer than usual for this date in Texas, but you know it, it, it's nothing unusual in the weather. It's What happens is a, a stressed grid that doesn't have enough input of electrons, enough electricity coming into it being produced continuously, is stressed the most when it's super hot or super cold. When, when heaters come on, when it's cold and or when it's super hot, AC is turned up to max levels, you get, you get in late day the maximum demand for electricity. So that's when a system that isn't robust and doesn't have enough electricity in it is challenged at the peak temperatures and the low temperatures. That's normal. That's why you build a robust system that has reserve margins of about 23% in the, in the winter, maybe 16, to make sure you're never close to peak demand because this stuff has to be produced all of the time, electricity, not part-time. So, yeah, there, there's going to be some challenges with uh, with Texas. All, all those generals you mentioned, by the way, were Democrats. Just you, you know that as a historian, as I am. So just, you're aware. <laughs> you're, yeah, all of, by the way, 16 generals, 16 generals, 11 of them to the Confederacy, six to the Union, and the best yeah. one to the Union General Thomas was a Virginian from Southampton, Virginia, the Rock of Chickamauga. Um, Dave, Dave Walsh. Uh, Walsh, how do people get, we're going to be all over this. We want the folks in Texas to know that we're, uh, we're going to follow this closely. Uh, and Dave Walsh has been all over this. Dave, how do people get to all your content? I'm on Getter at Dave Walsh Energy and on True Social the same. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, brother. Fantastic. Dave Walsh. Um, so much going on today, we only get to uh, a little bit of it. The vote's going to take place in a while. I've got, um, I've got uh, Jordan coming in here in a moment, not Jim Jordan, uh, from uh, Angel Studios. They've carved out some, they've been on Capitol Hill all day. Uh, and so Jordan Harmon, one of the co-founders, is going to join me here in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, they've had a tremendous response. This, this film, it's kind, of the, it's kind of the reverse end of uh, what Lauren Boebert was talking today on her impeachment. By the way, they've been all over Boebert all day. This is a waste of time. You can't do this. It's time for action, action, action. This is not frivolous. All the evidence is out there about the invasion of the southern border. This is the light of fire under the Republicans. Let me be blunt. Jim Jordan has been historically one of the best guys in the House. He's gone missing. Judiciary is just not making it right now, and the Weaponization Committee is just not making it. I don't know if he's not staff, if he does, he's got plenty of resources. Spend the money. Spend the money. Staff up. These are serious, serious committees. And maybe he's bitten off more than he can chew. Maybe he ought to turn weaponization over something. But today, the Durham hearing, and Durham, you saw Durham, what a weasel he is. He's a total weasel. Matt Gates laid it out. This was an op. I told then President election, elected Trump, it's, a, it's the nullification project. It was quite evident in the hours right after he, he won the election, in the early mornings of the 9th of November of uh, 2016. There was, a, there was a, an organized effort to nullify his election. Just like this organized effort now to keep him when he's up by, he's up by six points 
over Biden right now. We're going to have Rasmussen in tomorrow morning to talk about China, talk about some of these issues, talk about President Trump where he is. Look at this. They, they've now, think about it. Look at the arc of this story. He now has charges against him. I think it's 536 years in prison. Think about that for a second. He was the unexpected one. He's the one they never, ever, ever in a million years ever thought would arrive to take on this system. Someone that had made it and been a success inside the system, but understood, given his roots in Queens, New York, of a, an, an ability to uniquely connect, uniquely connect to American working men and women. Very unique. They never expected him. <laughs> but that, that's what this drama is about, is about the whole effort of the, that organized administrative state, deep state, Wall Street, Silicon Valley, all of them and the radical, atheistic, neo-Marxist Democratic Party to stop him. Because to stop him is to stop you. To stop him is to stop you. Not fade away. Donald Trump ain't going to fade away. Remember, in January of 2021, if he had gone back to Mar-a-Lago and just been a good little boy, none of this would happen in the last couple of years would have happened to him. I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. Donald Trump's returning to the White House. And I don't give a damn if Nancy Pelosi doesn't like it, if Shifty Schiff doesn't like it, if Merrick Garland doesn't like it, if Lisa Monica doesn't like it, if Chris Ray doesn't like it. We're coming. We're coming. And you are not going to like what happens to you when we're there. So you better bring it. Bring all of it. Bring it now. Let's just go. Let's roll. Let's rumble. Okay, next hour. Of the war room, we're going to talk about the trafficking of young children for sex in the United States of America. Next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.